Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. We are going to continue our tour today with the Future World West, and uh, we're really excited for you to come along. Hi guys, it's me, Brady McCleary, also known to you as Brady Cam on Instagram, and with me as always is the wonderful, wildly talented... (laughs) Hey guys, it's Annie at WDW Collective. What's up? I saw it, dude. I saw it. I saw it, dude. (laughs) Excuse me. So guys, uh, I guess first of all, before we dive into this... uh, we we had some schedule conflicts last week and we weren't able to speak on the passing of Chadwick Bosman yeah. and it is just a big blow to the to the Disney community to just really all of the world he inspired a lot of people and it's just really sad and just amazing that he went through these movies with stage three cancer you know like that's insane that's wild yeah and i was watching or i think i was just reading yesterday it's uh one of his co-stars for the movie that came out in june i think on netflix was it defy bloods which i feel i know i sound weird saying that but like i think that's what it's called and i guess he was making comments about how he thought like he was just this pampered little person like everyone was just you know fawning all over him and massaging him and like holding his hand and da 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 and like through this time like at this point like he was in stage 4 and like he had no idea and now he feels like absolutely terrible which i feel bad because i i i feel bad for that guy because i mean you you he honestly did not know it, I guess we just can never assume, you know, when we see something and even though something seems off to us, we really never know what's going on underneath. It's like, well, I I know that um, the director of Black Panther did not know um, that he was going through this a lot. I think the only people that really knew were in his tight, tight, like immediate family, immediate friends. I think the only people that knew were like his agent. Um, I don't think anyone at Disney knew. At least that's what they're saying. Um, or Marvel for that matter and like only like his best like best friend's family and like his wife obviously wow but it's a it's it's such a loss I don't know if you guys got to watch the uh tribute on ABC after they played um Black Panther last Sunday they played it commercial free which was nice um and they did a really nice tribute after where Pretty much all of the Avengers, I think it was that pretty much everyone had like did it looked like FaceTime. Obviously, it wasn't like super quality, but they had FaceTime like kind of an interview on you know what Chadwick meant to them. So it was it was a really nice tribute that Disney had done that day. Oh, uh, 
So, That's really nice. Yeah. And and how wild that he played Jackie Robinson and then died on Jackie Robinson Day. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's it, just to see the outpouring of people, like, you know, even to like, you know, President Obama and and, Ms., and Michelle Obama talking about him as well. I mean, just really shows how much he meant to uh people of color and just to the entire world. I mean, I was I was, I think just too, with like the way this year has been, this was just yet, this was a really low blow for me. Like I felt like I took it really hard. And I know people always find like, why do you get upset over, you know, a celebrity's passing? Yeah, but this person was important. This person really meant something to all, so many children and so many people of color. And then also, you know, to people like us. And it's just, and he was a good, good man and just really fucking sucks <laughs> the end of the day yeah so we didn't want to go without so it, it was unfortunately bad timing when we released our last episode and then they had re- they had then said that he died that day so we wanted to be clear when we posted our like new episode alert that we were like we just so you know we recorded this like a week before that so yeah i to make sure we said something yeah. <sighs> well, oh before we get started into um future world west did you watch milan I have not watched Mulan yet because I have negative $35 in my bank account. <laughs> I did watch. Um, so I watched and that's it. the price of the movie. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, kind of, it's kind of. Well, I guess the theory is, is that it's the same price as if you were to go to. If it was like just two people going to see a movie. Um, in most cities anyways. And so we we did get it. Um, and I personally really enjoyed it. I loved the movie. My husband thought it was very boring. Um, there's obviously no music in it. There are, there is some significant changes to the plot because I think they just wanted this to be a serious, not an action film, but more true to the Hua Mulan story. Um, and there has been a lot of controversy surrounding, um, the actress who played Mulan, um, because she did speak out for, um, the Hong Kong police during, during the, uh, I guess they would, they were protest was that a year or two ago. Um, and I did just post an article about that too. I am in no way, I'll say it again. I'm no way condoning what she said, but to understand what it's like to be an actor, um, you're basically representing the Chinese, it is seen as you're basically representing the Chinese government. And so you cannot, cannot speak against the Chinese government as an actor because you basically work for them. So I, I think personally, this is my personal opinion. I personally think she was forced to say what she said, but who knows? I'm not trying to piss off China on my podcast. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I good. there's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> yeah, really? I'm not trying. Because, and, and um, it was a really interesting article. Of, it, was, it should, um, I'll probably put it on like a highlight just because I think it explains a lot. And if you understand kind of the entertainment industry and Asian culture, it is very, very different um, from the freedom of speech that we have here as actors if you are an actor um in america so but i I would say i mean it's going to be um regular like for free if you have disney plus in december definitely watch it i personally really enjoyed it i think it's a great female message personally but i enjoyed it here we are watch movie if you want to see it i'm excited i did miss mushu that is true I did miss Mushu. Uh-huh. And I, I do love how they play the songs into the movie. I mean, obviously, there's no singing in this movie. Um, but I do like how they work them in. 
So a lot of good. Th- I, I, there was a lot of really good things. I really enjoyed it. I totally understand the controversy around it. I don't think it was her fault, but that's just me. That's just a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's go. <laughs> let's go to future world West guys. Yeah. Um, I, I, I apologize. I'm, I'm laying in my bed cause I had foot surgery on Friday and uh, uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before. And so I have my, computer set up on my nightstand but i'm now realizing that it's so far away i can't read it <laughs> it's okay i can uh start them and say what they are no i can't i could do it i could do it okay 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 oh my god i can't see <laughs> all right so from the entrance we which we talked about last week so if you're uh just joining us on the trip around epcot our tour around epcot uh last week's episode uh, our, our last episode is talks about like the entryway and all of Future World East. So we're going to go back to the entrance and go towards the west, which leads us what we're going to do. So if you're looking on the map, uh, the last thing you kind of do uh, on Future World East, and last thing that we really kind of spoke about was the... Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering presents Epcot experience. Um, And that's where Future World East ends. And so at that point, you you would cross, uh, you'd go across that walkway and that would plop you out to Future World uh, West. I keep getting, I'm like, like which direction am I facing? You couldn't get it right last Uh, time either. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, never eat shredded wheat. Um, <laughs> so you never heard that? No. <laughs> North, south, east, west. Never eat shredded wheat. I've never heard or this never... in my life. What? North, east, west. North, east, south, west. That's that's. Uh, I always yeah, whenever I, <laughs> I, I I get it wrong when I uh sing along to Defying Gravity. Also. Uh. If you care to find me, look to the western skies. And I am always pointing east. And then I and then like <laughs> after I sing that part, I go, Western sky. <laughs> like correct myself. Whoops. Uh anyway, so west. So when you cross over to Future World West from the the, the Odyssey. Yes. Um you will plop out into Journey into the Imagination with Figment, uh, which is a little wrong. Is fun. It'll definitely be in your head the rest of the day. I don't think it's nearly as uh, tragic as the Small World <laughs> song. <laughs> um, it's a little bit, I think, more fun. And the ride itself is more fun. However, it does make me mad that because you go through the senses, right? When you're when yeah. you're, you're you're traveling with with Figment, and the ride is you going through, like hearing, visual, like smelling, right? And there's one I that I, that you don't go to, and they're like, you know what? Let's just end it here. And it's got like a door towards. I think it's like touch for the for the last one, and oh, okay. like it veers off, and you're like, what the shit? Like, <laughs> finish the damn tour. I've already listened to the song seven times. I want to hear it one more. It's been a really long time I've gone on this ride. Like, I think at least 
I don't know if it's been 10 years, but it's close. So I was a very much of an old school dream finder with Figment, which obviously is not a thing anymore. People have been calling for the dream finder to come back for ages. Um, who's the one that created Figment. I also agree with that. I think the current Figment ride is weird. Figment holds an extremely close space in my heart because it's my cat's favorite toy. She has like five of them in this house and you can always find I've a seen Figment. her a lot. She is such a skanker um, and she loves Figment. So, I've seen but, her line them up and have I mean, them all social distancing. It, it's been a very long time. I think Oh my god, she did that herself. I swear. Nick and I were Nick and I were sitting, my husband and we were eating dinner and her food bowl and fruit water bowl is like nearest. And like she created like this socially distant pathway of all of her figments. It was so weird. I was like, what do you I was like, good, good job, she like I don't know what to tell you. It was so funny, but we love figment in this house. So it's it's just, just it, it did it, I'm assuming they don't have like all the extra stuff right now, obviously, where you can like conduct an orchestra and do all these different oh, imaginations. Oh, you get off the ride, yeah. I'm assuming that's not a thing right now. I kind of, yeah. I don't. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's gonna be a thing there, right now. Yeah. But, um, I, my mom and I, when we went to to Epcot together last, we went on Figment. And oh gosh, what's the name of the guy that is the narrator? Is it Eric Idle? Is that his name? But he's like the professor or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, let me let me let me look him up. Uh huh. Figment. I think I remember when they changed this, and I think there was supposed to be a tie-in with Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which was um in that that film or that theater that's like right next to it which we'll talk about in a hot minute um and i think it had a tie-in with rick moranis when they were doing like the honey i shrunk the audience honey i shrunk honey i blew up the kid like those movies in the 90s i think that's how old this is or maybe it was the flubber idol yeah y'all are yelling like what the real uh answers are i'm sure because we know nothing (laughs) we know nothing eric idol so in this (laughs) I really hope my grandma doesn't listen to this. Oh no! Um, she or he looks like my my grandma, like really? the, the tight curly hair. Yeah, it's like a little salt and peppery. Like and then, like even just a resemblance in the face. And I'm sure you guys have seen my Instagram photos of me wearing uh, the T-shirt with him as the moon. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. That's, a t-shirt my mom gave me because we could not stop laughing through That's the entire so ride funny. because I was like oh my god that looks like my grand and so like we just laughed through the entire ride and she That's sent funny. me that shirt because when we got to the moon it looked like like her face was like on the moon just going like rocking back and forth staring at us on the ride and we were dying so that's where that moon t-shirt comes I love from. that oh that's cool um so yeah so i really hope she doesn't listen to this i don't think she does <laughs> the podcast bar so yeah uh anyways love you grant it was just you look like him <laughs> okay so on to uh we're gonna go down to the disney and pixar short film which is actually right next door to yes. uh figment and i have never gone in there Me either 
I haven't been in there since since it was Captain. They redid Captain EO. I've not been in that theater. Oh yeah, Uh, that yeah, same. That was the last time I went in there. Yeah, which Um, is fine. I mean, I'm not like broken about it. (laughs) I mean, it's fun, but you could just watch those at home. I guess it's pretty decent attraction for fans of all ages. I don't know. I don't know. I would not know what to expect going in there, but I don't want to spend 20 minutes watching Disney shorts while I'm at Disney. So that's just me. And <laughs> I'm wondering if it's the same. I'm wondering if it's the same situation that's on Disney Plus, where there's like the the short film collection. Because if it is, and there's really no point. I mean, they really have just not come up with anything to put in there since. Well, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was there for for the majority of the 90s into the 2000s and then when Michael Jackson died then they put Captain EO back in for a couple years and then they took that out and now this is here so like I just think they don't know what to do with that space I'm sure they had plans for like all the renovations that were coming to Epcot but now they can't really do anything about it so right here it is <laughs> so we'll uh yeah, so I'll do exactly what I do in the park when I'm there, and I'll just skip right on past that. Bye. And we'll go to oh, Awesome Planet. Yeah, so this took the place, if you remember. in So we're in the land now. Um, this took the place of the line. What was it? Like Timon and Pumbaa? It was some kind of conservation film. Oh, yeah. Like when you did. go inside the land. Mm. Okay, okay. I see. So you go inside the land and you go to the right and it's on the upper level and that yeah that's where Timon and Pumbaa had their little uh thing. I think I only went in there once, but I had like a huge headache because I was not hydrated properly. Uh, yeah. Um and so it just I, I didn't want to be in there anymore. Uh but yeah, so let's see. This one is about the on-screen exploration of the realm we call home. That is showcasing the extra. beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of Earth. Yeah, I might just go watch it just for the purposes I might watch of this it podcast. Just because, like the realm we call home, like the fuck. <laughs> I know that's that aggressive. Saying that maybe the film maybe like points at there's other realms i don't know i don't know what they're saying that's just a very what are you saying that's just i i'm almost feeling like they're over marketing something that no one wants to sit through unless it is raining and you need air conditioning yeah yeah Yeah. let me just say do what oh sorry go ahead (laughs) no i was gonna say no go ahead because i was just gonna say i'll do what i do with the uh lion king one (laughs) and skip right on by that (laughs) so the land is my favorite pavilion i guess we should call it in future world i love the land i love the land my entire life i love it so much it's kind of i don't know like because i really i really like the exit of sees with Nemo and we'll talk about Oh that yeah, I love it too, yeah. I do love it too. But also um, No, I I would say I like the seed more because I do I do like uh living with the land, but that's kind of about it in there for me. I've never eaten in yeah. any of those restaurants. Uh cuz when I'm at Epcot, I'm more worried about snacking around the showcase. Indeed. Did you see that? I mean, binge drinking. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Did you see that one thing I posted on my story about this girl who, I guess she's actually kind of a big influencer. I had no idea who the hell she is, but maybe I just don't care enough. But um, she, she, uh, 
person they couldn't go to their bachelor party and at the food and wine festival so like her friends did it for her in their backyard and it was super cute and now i'm being demanded by people to, to throw this kind of party but i think it's very cute very cute idea i would definitely uh, i would i would come to that party yeah. i would be in attendance oh my god me okay. and disneyland for one oh yeah Th- that's the person who demanded it demanded it <laughs> it'll be so it. fun <laughs> Demanded it. <laughs> uh, she's such a pain. I miss her. I know. I know. I haven't seen her in like since mm, since February. I've not seen Brian in person because we've been ground. We are not traveling for work, so we have not had meetings. Like we usually have like these meetings all over hell on the country, and like we'll you know hang out then. But like I have not seen her at all. It's weird. COVID. Anyways. Soren. Soren Fyant. Soren. It's a lot of fun. The line is not, it's not a long line as far as like um, the amount of people in it, but it is a flipping journey, my dudes. It is a journey. Like, you literally have to walk to the other side of the actual world to go on this ride that's soaring around the world. And if you don't sit on, like, the highest level in the center, it's just, like, a stretched-out blurry mess. Really? I've not had that problem. I mean, I do get a little vertigo-y because, as you know, I have vertigo. But, like, it does – I have to, like, really focus. But I see – Yeah, I feel like if – well, I mean, I guess if you're on the first, second, or or third level, uh, as long as you're in the center, it's fine. But, like, sitting on the sides is just, like – it looks like like a, an egg, like just yeah. You're, you're absolutely throws. right. So here's here's but my question smells. for you: Do you prefer Soren over California, or do you prefer Soren over the world, around the world? Um, soaring around the world only because I think I've only been on Soaring over California once, and like I grew up, I drove all over California. So yeah, then. Um, I also prefer Soaring Around the World. I know that's blasphemous to people because the obviously the original ride from Disneyland is Soaring Around California. Um, I when I oh when I was in Disneyland, the only Disney park that I have been to this year in 2020, which I think is going to be the only Disney park I'll be to this year, back in January, um, I they were doing a limited run of Soaring Over California because it's everybody changed. To soaring around the world and it was very pleasant but i do love soaring around the world i love world travel I love the smells yeah you get to see everything i do it's so it's so pretty i love seeing like things that i will hope to see in my life someday um it gets me very excited i just made a travel account because i was bored and uh <laughs> <laughs> I needed something to spark like my creativity because I've been I went on to like I felt bad. I really don't like apologizing for any well, I mean obviously I did something wrong, but apologizing for my actions just for like not being around like on Instagram and like I did that the other day just cuz like I really haven't been posting on WDW Collective. And a lot of that's just because I just don't have material. And also it makes me sad. Like I love talking on here, but like posting pictures and like watching people be at the parks right now makes me sad. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. Let me. I'm, I'm. I've gotten back into the rhythm of posting, but 
now I have a, and I'm like, well, let me post my world travel pictures because fuck else am I going to do? So I'm, I was actually reading because I, for some reason, I feel like when I went in 2009, the soaring was in Florida was soaring over Florida. No, it's like California. Just, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I guess I just made that up, but, um, I was, so I was reading about this and it's, and it's fun because it says, uh, yeah, the land pavilion in, at Epcot got, uh, got it in 2005. It became a popular attraction at Disney world as well. And then it says both Epcot and Disney's California adventure received a new version of soaring in 2016 titled soaring around the world following the debut of Shanghai Disneyland's soaring over the horizon. Uh, In this rendition, guests fly over the world uh, instead of solely over California to score adapted or to a score adapted from the original composer, Bruce Broughton. Sorry if I ruined that. Uh, The final scene depends on the location of the attraction. With Florida, the the version ends over flying over Epcot. I didn't know that. So so I'm assuming the Disneyland one is flying over. You, You fly over the Magic Kingdom. So like original Disneyland. As of as of January 2020, that's, that's what you're cool. flying over. Um, and it was it was I love it. I love Soren. I think it's such a great ride. I don't ride it all the time, just because it's kind of the same thing over and over again. But also the line pisses me off. Like we were talking about earlier, because we all know Annie hates lines. Yeah, even and even leave it, with a fast. Uh-huh. And like you're standing there for a while, and then you're gonna watch that like 20 minute video. I've gone on diatribes. Like remember when I rode. Um, Flight of Passage for the first time, and I was so pissed that I had to sit through like a twenty-minute video before I could ride this. After I had waited in line for ninety minutes, I was not having it. Yeah. Although I love <laughs> Seinfeld, hilarious. But like, it's like, God, like just get me on the ride. Like, why we got to sit here and like listen? To this? Ugh, but I love that ride. It's great. It's a good time. I, I would not ride it without a fast pass though. Or unless the, ro- the lines no, are no. short. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but even the then, like I short. said, like, it's not even the amount of people that are in that line. It's just such a long way it's a long to way. Yeah. the actual ride. Yeah. It's a long it's a long walk. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's just annoying. Um, okay, so living living with the land. This <laughs> is still inside it. the land. And, oh, I love and I don't it. Know if, okay, so if you guys have never been to Disney World, I guess we should explain, like, the land you walk up this incline mm-hmm. and this whole area is indoors. You're you're inside of a massive building that houses all of these things that we've been talking about from the land. It's got restaurants, um, these rides. So that's what it kind of looks like. You go into these doors and you start off on the upper level. Then you got to work your way back down. Uh, so living with the yeah. land is a boat ride. That's on the main floor, and uh, you travel through the greenhouse of the land with the entire family to see the tasty side. Sorry, again, I'm having a hard time reading this. It's so small. Uh, Tasty side of the science featuring innovative food growing technique. This is so, one of my favorite rides in all of Walt Disney World. I love it so much. People don't like it, and they can just suck off. Like, I just cannot. <laughs> I love it so much. 
I think it's. Okay. I think it's fun. I think it definitely needs like updating because I I feel like mm-hmm. going through it like you you go by these like farmhouses like with little videos like thrown on the wall and it just it's like um like there's no animatronics really. It's just like this house that you go by. Yeah. There's like, like little okay, animals. Yeah. yeah, like maybe put something else. I think here. that's why I love it so much because it is so old. <laughs> Like I was Maybe. a my else like, Oh, person. this reminds me of when I was a child. Because honestly, I don't I um I do not know what, if they've ever updated Living with the Land. Um the so you go through like the history of farming, which for mm-hmm. some reason I find fascinating. And on the little boat ride, and then it takes you into the greenhouses, which they remind you every time that they use everything that they grow here throughout the restaurants in at least Epcot, which is very cool. And one of my dreams, literal dreams, <laughs> like I literally put it on top of like me going to like Tokyo or something, is to do the Beyond the Seas tour. <laughs> I want to do it so bad. <laughs> I mean, just do it. I don't know what you know why, because like because I can never go, never go for a long period of time. Because Nick can't get that much time off work. I have a limited time; he does not. So we like I never have time, and I don't want to waste time on like a four-hour tour in the greenhouse i don't know i need to do it maybe for my 40th birthday (laughs) just do it once which is in three years um i just need to do it so so for those of you who don't know the beyond the seats tour disney has many like behind the scenes and this one's behind beyond the seeds (laughs) and um it's cute. So it's just they they talk they just go in depth in the greenhouse. The one thing I really don't care for though in the land is the fish farming. So I understand like they talk about it being sustainable, but like fish farming, well, first off, we all know I'm a vegetarian has nothing to do with this. That fish farming, the way they're growing them there, they lose a lot of the nutrients. Like you always want any kind of like article you ever read about fish like eating farmed fish versus wild caught fish like there's so much more nutrients in wild caught fish so i'm very surprised that they like tout that so much because it's really not healthy but these are just my thoughts um that's the one part that bothers yeah it might be just because like the broad scale of what they have to use fish for i'm sure is like that's they're probably defending it because that's what they have to do to make all the food in Epcot probably um or like showing you like oh it's okay guys like we farm our fish but look it's okay (laughs) um good for you (laughs) I'm and I always think like I always look at the garden because like it's not that big I mean it's 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 big but it's not like that big because they're like oh yeah we use everything that we grow in our restaurants i'm like okay so like you get maybe two of the restaurants because it's not like you pluck <laughs> a fruit off and it's gonna grow right back like <laughs> it's gonna take a while uh so i'm sure you get to use it in the beginning of this maybe i don't know but they um, use... but no it's fun it's a nice little boat ride they use so many different growing techniques and which is another thing that i find so fascinating like so they do like hydroponics is a big thing that they do um I think it's interesting the one where it's like they have fish in it and like somehow that like feeds it. Like yeah. they use so many different growing techniques to allow you to get ingredients all year round. Plus you're in Florida. So like it's probably way easier to grow stuff there um, than it is here in Ohio because my tomato plants are now dead for the year. 
Um, because it's September. Uh, Yeah, I hate fall. I hate everything about it. I don't care if I lose followers. Uh, I just hate the pumpkin spice lattes. That's what I hate about Oh, uh, It's foul. It Ugh. is foul. I, I just, I, I can't. I can't. I find it depressing. I find Labor Day. I can't even. It's a depress- depressing holiday because it's like, okay, summer's over. <laughs> We're in a mood today. I think it's pretty. I love um, okay, I know everyone else so... has, I know I'm in the minority. It's totally fine. Let's talk about some dining real quick. The Chippendales oh. uh, Harvest Feast at the Garden Grill and Restaurant. We missed the season, Nemo and Friends. No, I was going to just do like, because this is all inside of the land. Oh, I got you, got you. Okay. And that way we can hop back over. Got you, got you. And then we can do Sunshine Seasons, which is the bomb. Yeah, I'm just trying to find these numbers. So 15 and 16. Okay. Okay. So, uh, oh, words are hard. Uh, (laughs) Chippendale's Harvest Feast and Garden Grill Restaurant. I have, like I said, I've never eaten at any of these uh, places. So, but I'm thinking that is a meet and greet kind of thing so the garden grill restaurant before um before the shutdown uh was just a yeah it's it's normally a chippendale meet and greet um but it had a different menu i believe i have never eaten here i've had i have no want to eat here um it's purely maybe for just like the the meet and greet of chippendale um it it does not appeal to me in the least however it is one of the few sit-down options in future world so i would say i would only want to go and eat there because it rotates and you get to like see the inside of the land yeah i think that's cool yeah 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 but the end you can <laughs> like i just saw the wait time on here i pulled up the menu on the my disney experience app and i just saw the wait time go from 10 to 5 <laughs> oh really yeah no one eats here <laughs> Although now, because there's so like such limited um, options, uh, because they're only going at so much capacity, this is probably busier than the first time it's been in a long time. But now um, it's a pre-fix. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because well, they have lunch, dinner, dining experience. Oh, that I'm an idiot. Uh, okay, so they have lunch from 11:30 to 3:30, mm-hmm. and that's 35 to 59. And then that, or per adult. So actually, lunch is probably like 35, and then dinner is probably 59, is what I'm reading. So then 5 to 9 p.m. is is dinner character dining. Both of them are. Uh, it's a buffet-style character dining, and reservations are accepted. So it's buffet-style, and it's $59. Oh, it? You're serving your damn self. Well, it's probably like a, a certain kind of buffet. Because like these days, you can't really do like a normal buffet. Like it's like yeah. they hand you the food it's weird like anywhere not just disney um, are you looking really at the menu basic ass food there is nothing good here <laughs> except the urban league stuffing i'm I'm here for that that looks really good 
but yeah, and obviously I'm I'm like I'm going back and forth between lunch and dinner is kind of the same, same. minus the urban leak stuffing is not on the oh that's on the uh, lunch part. menu. It looks um, like the kind of a Thanksgiving type of situation. Yeah, very shortcake. This is all kind of food that I would not want to eat yeah. mass produced. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even like, want I can't to imagine it. that macaroni and cheese is going to not be mushy as fuck. Um, wine, specialty drink, mm, citrus freeze, Florida cane, Orlando orange, vodka, peach schnapps, yeah, and mango fine. puree. That sounds delicious. And then they got quite a I'm going to say it right now. I would not go there. Yeah. I literally exit off the menu. We're not even going through this. Yeah. But, uh, you, know you know what's amazing? Probably the best quick service food you will get in all of the Disney parks. Although I know you might fight me on that in terms of the Pandora, the Satoli Canteen. But because I've never the, eaten there, and I think you, yeah, you love that, don't yum. you? Sunshine Seasons is fire. I'm sad that I don't have time to eat here. During the day, because usually what I, I end up doing, we end up coming to Epcot in the in the late afternoon. So it's a rare day when I'm eating lunch in Epcot. And this place is the bomb. It is so good. The food is amazing. I cannot say more great things about Sunshine Seasons. It is so good. The end. <laughs> and they have mobile uh, order, which they never right used Oh, it's foyer. It's always, yeah, I think it's it actually a little, a little more limited than it used to Oh, okay, here we go. I say that it doesn't look like there's a whole, I mean, the kids' menu looks like there's stuff on there, maybe. Uh, yeah, because it's just pizza, uh, cheeseburger, bacon burger. The power salad sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, yeah. I have had the oak grilled salmon. It's served with cheese grits and the anjou corn succotash. It is fantastic. So is the rotisserie chicken. Again, this was before I was a cherry. Ooh, they have Bloody Marys. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, does it say what it comes with? No, it just says cut water, Bloody Uh, Mary. That's all it says. Yeah. So it's just in the can. Shoot. Um, they do have a a plant-based although jackfruit is still odd to me i'm still getting used to jackfruit and it's just strange but i would still eat this because it's plant-based roasted jackfruit tzatziki sauce roasted peppers cucumbers pickled onions i'm into it what is yellow rice like saffron rice probably or like maybe like a curry rice i'm hungry uh, I uh, no, I'd probably not eat at either of these restaurants because I just feel like there's so much more better things to eat around the world. That is true, but if you are going to eat in Future World, this is where I would suggest you go. If you are going to eat in Future World for some reason, for some Get weird it. reason, because you have children and they don't freaking like anything other than chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Which are not knocking Disney chicken tendies. They're probably the best chicken tendies no, in the world. Okay. So, so that was the last thing that's in the land. So you're going to come back out of the same doors that you went in. And you're going to fight your way down. Um, <laughs> and then you're going to veer left. And like there's like there's like a little cute 
park pavilion kind of thing in between these areas, like little just sitting areas, and it's really shaded yeah. and nice. Um, sometimes you can catch over by Figment. There's uh, they have buffalo chicken popcorn or buffalo what? buffalo cheddar popcorn. Excuse me. What? Yeah. Yeah, they have like a little popcorn stand. It's got like a couple different flavors, but yeah, they got oh, buffalo and cheddar flavors. Shit, and it's good as hell. Oh my god! Wait, let's see. Oh, and that's Showcase Plaza. You know, show me. Oh my god! I didn't know they did. I mean, first off, let me say Disney popcorn is the greatest popcorn of all time. Nothing yep. will ever beat it. It is so great. But I did not know that they had flavors. But oh yeah, well I was saying the only thing that's second to Disney popcorn would be uh, movie theater popcorn. But like there's still so much space in between that first and second position because Disney popcorn is so much better than Dis- or, uh, movie theater popcorn. Right. It's like, oh, ah, love it, love it. So what other flavors did they have? Do you remember? Um, I want to, the last time I went, I, I know they had the buffalo cheddar, and then they had caramel corn, and then the blue popcorn. What's the blue popcorn? How did I not know about this? I I don't know, but it's like it's like a thing. Uh, it's like blueberry popcorn or something like that. I don't know. My mom won a package of it from her. <laughs> she was watching her favorite YouTuber, uh, Adam Hattan, and he had like a little giveaway, and she won. She won a little package of blue popcorn. Nice, nice. Yeah, but yeah, buffalo buffalo cheddar popcorn. Get it while it's hot. Uh, That's, I wish I didn't know about that. Oh my god! Oh my god! You, you. So this is also a really pretty walkway during the Flower and Garden Festival. They always have a really nice display, like in the like on your side. So it's always a really mm. pretty walk over to the seas. Yeah, it's 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 just like a little peaceful area because I mean everybody's yeah. more interested in going to the left and going over towards uh, Future World East. So they would hit up, you know, uh, the test track and mission space and all that so like right. i feel like this area is always kind of quiet yeah oh yeah it's very nice just pleasant so then you come up on it and they have like this big old water feature like it's a uh, with all the seagulls and everything from finding nemo because this the sea is basically all of the sea with nemo and friends which is a a doom buggy kind of type ride just like on a conveyor belt and you just sit on there and you listen to them sing this song uh and you're looking for nemo and be and fun and uh yeah um i feel very sad because and i hope I, i encourage you to go on um i'm sure it's on youtube um where the old it used to be just called the living seas so this is when Annie shows her age, as one does. And um, it used to be called The Living Seas. You used to go on this thing called Sea Base Alpha. And you watched like a film, as one does in most Epcot pavilions, about like sea con- ocean conservation. And then like you went on this elevator that made it feel like you were going underwater into like what they called Sea Base Alpha. So this they redid this when Nemo came out, which rightfully so. I mean, it makes total sense. I do miss Sea Base Alpha. I loved it. I think there was much more of a focus on the conservation efforts that that Disney does. And then also there's more um, focus on the aquarium once you go in there. But this is very cute. And also I always get in a fight with someone because they're taking flash photography. And I got to have words uh-huh. because 
why I don't those people probably don't wear masks. I've said this before. They probably don't wear masks and they say all lives matter. This is my thought process. That's the kind of people I think they are. And um, I say, look, you can't take those people. And then they then they decide to turn their camera on me and take pictures of me, which I don't understand what that's proving. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, fuck those people. Honestly, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. I've said it. You look at this podcast wild. and you take and you take photos on dark rides, you're a piece of shit. Don't listen to my podcast. That shit makes me nuts. I don't you're care who garbo, you are. baby. You're garbage. I'm getting another truly. Continue. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> All right. So you go on, and it's it's really cute. Like, it's just fun. Uh, you're, you're, again, searching for Nemo because he's a dick and just doesn't listen to his dad and stay put. Um, so, so, but when you're when you finish the ride, there isn't i mean they talk about some of it like the 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 conservation but not really until you get down until like when you exit the ride you exit into this giant aquarium and it's so cool i think it's just i love the aquarium part you go in and you can watch the the scuba divers get in their gear and then how they get into the tanks there's like this fill, water fill up tank that they go in and then that gets them into uh, the tanks there's always people swimming around in there cleaning up uh mm-hmm. it's just really i just love it for, for also for somebody as myself who doesn't like large bodies of water or like being in water i find it fascinating because i feel like i get to like safely see it <laughs> see what you know i want to see from the ground that's dry so this is interesting that you say that because I also don't like large bodies of water. Why don't you like it? Um, it just really freaks me out. And the logical side of my head doesn't like it because, I mean, think about it. Me standing next to the Titanic would be about the same as one of my, like, my betta fish standing next to me, you know? And then the Titanic yeah. in the ocean would be like throwing my mm-hmm. beta fish into my t- – like like the scale obviously isn't there. But like that's – my brain just can't – I have a really hard time processing uh, like size. So even when I first got onto the flight line, obviously I know the hangars are there for a reason and that's – Right. the aircraft can go in there for for maintenance but i was like looking at the hangar and i'm like looking at the aircraft i'm like there's no way this bitch fits inside there could you not two do they, they they fit two in there at a time and i'm like uh, uh, what and then like just the thought of me being in the middle of the ocean and yeah. like if i was on the titanic i would not have died of drowning i would not have died of hypothermia i would have died of a heart attack because the thought of me going into that water oh, no. not knowing what's below me dead just dead um and then also yeah. the illogical side where i've talked to my therapist for many years about is i no matter if i can't see the bottom of the water there's dead people oh that's a more one. specifically zombies <laughs> uh like they're <laughs> gonna pull me down or something because and it's like bad yeah. like when it, when because i used to love like kneeboarding and wakeboarding and mm-hmm. like going on the tube and getting my ass thrown out you know like behind a boat uh yeah. but the moment i hit that water i like i i tell 
like I, I remember I would tell my grandparents like the moment I hit that water you need to turn around and get me like I do not want to be in this water yeah like, like I liked the thrill of being thrown from the tube but after that get me the fuck out uh and then the, I, I worked at a water park in Ohio Kings Island Boomerang Bay oh. uh Yes, and they had a whitewater rafting ride where you, it's like a family raft ride before people get in the raft and you start at the top of the hill, raft your way down or whatever, and then it empties out into this relatively shallow pool, like it's, because you're on a mat and it like, it levels out into this pool and it's only up to like my knees maybe, um, but I remember we used to be able to right. take a bucket, like the, the lifeguards at the top would take a bucket and like dump water on the people as they're going. And it was fun. And then uh, somebody complained, <laughs> so we weren't allowed to do that anymore. But uh, somebody let go of the bucket at the top and it went down the slide and it got stuck at the exit of the slide. So I, I was down there and we were at half capacity that day and I had to go get it. But the water was turbulent and I couldn't see the bottom of the water. Oh, and I was so scared my heart was racing literally let me remind you again it was only up to my knees and when we closed the park at the end of the day and you hit the the emergency stop to stop all the water that whole pool drains so Mm -hmm. i and then when you're there opening it's empty so i know for a fact there's no dead bodies in this water right right but my brain would not let me just go get that bucket without freaking out so that's why long story short i don't like <laughs> wa- uh, large bodies of water on our disney podcast hi guys welcome to brady's trauma <laughs> well now i was curious because i i also don't like large bodies of water purely because i don't like um not being able the horizon gives gives me the willies i don't like that at all i feel like it's the edge of the world and i'm not a flat earther <laughs> but it just freaks me out not seeing land and also, I just don't like being able. Yeah, I don't I would like love to go on not cruise, able to see but my also feet. That bothers have me to be- tremendously. If I'm in a, in a body of water where it's not clear, um, no, I was gonna say Nick and I are both the same way. So like, anytime we've gone on a trip with people, like to the Caribbean or wherever, and everyone's going in the ocean, like we do not, we rarely go in the ocean. Um, we'll go like to the nice pool and hang out there and then we'll go to like certain parts of the water and just stand but like we do not we do not like ocean water we are not fans unless we can clearly see yeah down to the bottom then yeah. we're okay with it as a kid like i so, we, i grew up in southern california and but it's the super, it looks like we're very, not oh sorry go ahead. Oh, it's not very clear. Um, no, and I no. remember I loved it. Like I'd get, you know, you go out there and you get your ass kicked. Ooh, I can hear myself. Yeah. Yeah, we. Well, I've been. I don't think I've been in the. The only time I've been in the Pacific Ocean is when we were in Costa Rica. Like I've been to some beaches in California, but I never went in the water. Um, and in Costa Rica, the water was not clear because we were on the Pacific side, and I was not not thrilled with it. Not thrilled at all. Yeah, not not a fan. So, so yes, there's another reason why I enjoy the aquarium because I am not a scuba diver. I will never do that. I There's a lot of people in my company who are big scuba divers. Um, also, Brianna at Disneyland, for one, is a big scuba diver. Um, I, I do not sign up for that nonsense. But I wonder if she's trying to like the actual 
coral reef in Australia. <laughs> no, I don't think she's been to Australia, but she has done scuba diving um, in South Africa, and she'll tell you all about. She that. has <laughs> been on a safari. She has been on a safari in Africa. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, it's so weird. Have you ever fed the manatees? Um, at uh, like it's like upstairs. I never got to in the feed aquarium. them, but I, I do go up there and visit them because we are very, uh, we have a lot in common as far as our, our buoyancy <laughs> and uh, general size. <laughs> I've gone, I think I've done it once and it gives me such pleasure. Like I love, I love animals all, it just in general, but to, to feed animals, it gives me so much pleasure. I like, I'm so happy to like help them. And so. I'm giving them oh. heads of lettuce. I'm so happy to do it. And like, you just basically like chuck heads of lettuce in there. And it's just the cutest thing in the world. And it makes me so happy. <laughs> and they're all injured. And it's really sad. Yeah. Damn boaters. Fucking boaters. <laughs> but yeah. Boaters. I, well, yeah, I love manatees. I think they're just so cute. They're and so they sweet. just like, they're so fluffy. They're a gentle animal. I mean, they're not fluffy as far as fur, but like they're just they're oh, chubby right. little baby heads. Yes. Okay, so the the last thing over on this side is the Coral Reef Restaurant. Have you ever eaten there? No, and we have talked about the Coral Reef Restaurant before. And my only um like idea of the Coral Reef Restaurant is when it was on Full House in the nineties because they had dinner there once and. I've never had a reason to go to Coral Reef. I have a problem with I, – I really don't like the idea of eating seafood in front of fish. Oh. Yeah, that gives – like, that. I feel like that's messed up. <laughs> I mean, but I'm looking at the picture of the restaurant, and it's really pretty. Like, I would love to go in there. Oh, yeah. It looks really nice. Like, yeah. maybe chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the ribeye. View the menu. Ooh, the the uh, um, yeah shrimp cocktail Caesar salad lobster bisque I love a lobster bisque <sighs> oh my lord heaven well so I the, they have a grilled vegetable skewer with impossible kefta with basmati rice lentils and a smoked eggplant salad that sounds very nice I would eat that and then I wouldn't feel guilty about eating in the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I would like to eat there, but I'm looking at the menu prices, people. My God, 10-ounce slow-roasting grilled ribeye, $34. That's actually pretty cheap for a steak at Disney, especially ribeye, I think. Not that yeah, it doesn't I make guess. it okay. It's just on the, it's on the cheaper end of steaks in Disney, I should say. Yeah, I mean, when we get to the Nations and we go to, like, the steakhouse, that's yeah. going to be... La Cellier, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kick up. Ooh, and they got but blood orange margaritas, spicy guano margarita, water, watermelon rum. Wow, watermelon margarita. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paloma rum swizzle. What the fuck? Okay, a rum Wait, swizzle where? is exactly what I would think when I read these ingredients out loud. Mount Gay Eclipse <laughs> rum. <laughs> uh, fun. Raspberry mojito. Um, every time I read, like, ah, the pina colada right there. I was just going to say, every there time it I read is. these menus, like, I just love it. It F's <laughs> me up, but I love it. I love it. 
Godiva Chocolate Martini. They have a huge cocktail list. Yeah, I wonder, you know what I was thinking, I wonder if they have like a little bar or like a little lounge you can go into because I would hit that up. I don't know if it is. I have no idea. I'm on the Disney website, but it doesn't say if there's like a lounge. If y'all know, let us let know because that, be, that would be clutch. I'd be into that, especially like if I was there, like <laughs> this sounds terrible, but like pre-gaming before you go to this. <laughs> before the nations <laughs> open up. <laughs> Yeah, like you could go and have brunch. That would be a great place for brunch. And because I would love to do a brunch yeah. in Epcot. That would be a really good place for it. Because wasn't there supposed to be like a space restaurant coming soon? And then who knows what happened to that? Because of oh, everything. Yeah. Remember? My mission space. A sparkling nojito. That's uh, not I don't know, man. These are certain times. Ah, oh, it's non-alcoholic they have a they have a bacardi mojito and if they keep it to if they don't use a mix and they keep it to this type of mojito it will be good a lot of places in disney use a mix and it's gross palomas that's like nick's favorite drink right now yeah they have a really nice um cocktail list especially their stuff that's a little different than what you normally see on the usual disney cocktail menu yeah that's, I, I feel like uh, this, this cool is probably read, the most unique the most unique cocktail list because a lot of them are all kind of the same throughout the, like the signature dining restaurants and this one's got like bahama mama the pina colava long island iced tea mai tai is this cold brew oh. patron xo what the hell the Godiva. They know the a... pina colada they have everywhere, and the magical star. You see that everywhere too. I'm just, well, yeah, I'm just saying it's got like a mix of like a lot of things. This Godiva chocolate martini sounds really good. Oh, I yeah, know yeah, you don't yeah. like dessert, so you probably would not be huge on that. No, I love dessert Carl drinks. Rita. I actually love like if I was gonna have dessert, I'd rather have like that. Yeah, I'd, I'm I'm bored with it. Totally into it. Oh my God. So here's the question. Where are we going to start for World Showcase? Are we going to start with Mexico or are we going to start with Canada? Because oh. this is um, the, the, the tale of the time. That could be, argument. That could be another uh, interactive post another on poll? the story. <gasps> Let's do it. Yeah, guys. You, you guys will decide where we start. If we start in Mexico or if we start in Canada. Where do you start? You start because in Canada, right? You- I usually start in Canada. I used to start in Mexico, but Matt and I are like absolute favorite place to drink is the uh, Rosen Crown. Um, So we usually start there, open a tab and then work our way around and then come back to that. Yeah. Um, But I used to always start at Mexico, grab a margarita and like, burrito i always start yeah in tell us because yeah she always starts in mexico <laughs> i always start in in canada i don't think any direction is necessarily wrong but that's because mexico and uh going towards canada well passing canada i should say especially because you don't have my oh, okay i gotta hold that conversation for next time <laughs> yeah yeah leave a comment <laughs> Tell us where to go. Tell us what to do. And uh, yeah, that was traveling around 
future world. Future world. Yeah, so now we get to go into the, the drunk part. The fun part. I don't get <laughs> drunk, I get fun. We get loud. I get loud. Let's get loud. Oh, yeah. Let's get loud. Okay. All right, guys. This well, my name fun. is uh, Brady McCleary, also known she as Brady Cam on Instagram. And again, with me, as always, is the insanely beautiful. Hi. Uh, why do I keep saying hi? I give up. Annie at WDW Collective. You know who I am. You know what it's it okay, is. So like I'm giving an intro. <laughs> you know what it is. And that was our episode of this podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>